Kevin has that yeah. superpower. Well, my migraines are they debilitate you. Yes. yes. Impossible. Yeah. Yes, they do. <laughs> um, and I don't even know if I've had like a full on real migraine. The ones that like you yeah, vom- you're, you're vomiting gone. and shit and you're yeah. de- and you're done. Um, knock on wood. But I had something very uncomfortable yesterday that. Yeah. Suck. Anyway, hey guys, what the fuck, man? Hey, what the fuck? And well, hey, what the what? fuck? What hey, everybody. The, what, what the, the f- What the fuck? What the fuck, everybody? Hey, what the fuck? Welcome to the Valley Cast, guys. <laughs> huh? Hey, what the fuck? And welcome to the Valley Cast. Did Here's- Joe freeze already for you guys? Shut up, yeah, Kevin. Hang on. Everybody <laughs> shut the fuck yourself? up. I'm doing my fucking intro for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's so horrible to hear. Just shut your fucking uh. mouth. Everybody <laughs> shut the fuck up. So here's what's happening. It's worse with the bleeping. Everyone shut up. <laughs> I, I won't say it again. Shut the fuck up, everybody. Here's what's going on. Oh, welcome, to the, welcome to the Valley Cast. You might be noticing, hey, here's a fucking almost two hour long video on the, on the main YouTube channel. That's weird. Well, it's been a while, but we're back to posting this whole big old menagerie on the main YouTube channel on the Valley Folk Good channel. Good word, Steve. So, Good word. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. I Some of you may be like, holy shit, I forgot you did this show. Because we have a new channel. I don't know if you know that. It's not really new, but it might be new for you. It's called the Valleycast channel. And that's where a lot of our podcast content has been living and still lives. And this show... Um, was over there for a bit because you know we're trying to we're business we're trying to grow shit we're trying to we have these we're experimenting we're throwing stuff at <laughs> we're the wall experimenting we're we have little pipe dreams about having maybe a Valley Folk podcast network you know we're cute and any day now and our sponsors were threatening to pull because we didn't get enough views why are you guys being cool about it? listen we were gonna get to that but I just wanted to get to welcome it's just a cool thing we're doing where we were in danger of losing a lot of money so you know <laughs> Listen, I just wanted to welcome everybody back to the full Valley cast on the main channel. Explain why we're doing it. Yes. Elliot just, you know, he didn't want to put a little finesse on it. He just, no, he just wanted straight all. up to say, I wanted to put a little told the patrons Everybody the, shut the, the fuck up yeah. and welcome and, to the, and the last cast. episode was on the <laughs> main know. channel. And the, you guys know the last episode went up on the main channel, It right? was, yeah. The, this yeah. isn't the so first one. Not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now we're all back. And but yes, back to incredible, incredible explanation. Listen, no one's not going to click on a video with just me and you, Joe, or God forbid, just you. And so now it's, no one. it's all of us, and we have Kevin Plackey, our wonderful, yeah. wonderful creative person, editor, shooter, extraordinaire. And wow. I got to be honest with you guys, if I could, if I may, first oh, of please. all, I know you guys know this, but don't talk to me till I've had my morning coffee. And second of all, uh, Kevin, you and I have never been on a podcast together. I know. We were talking about it. Really? No way. Yeah. This is the first? This is the first yeah. time. And this, yeah, I don't know if I like it because I. the only reason I started was because of a Steve's Steve's podcast in the first place. Well, the I, only reason I, I found you guys. I really started well, to so think. Weird. I thought about <laughs> this in in passing and not a lot, but I thought about how like, wh- wh- why haven't we been on a podcast together yet? And I think it's just worked out that way. On my end, it feels like it's just happened that way naturally. But I also can't help but feel like you're avoiding being on a podcast with me <laughs> because you this is how we all connected through yes, well it's like exactly. don't meet your heroes right like <laughs> yes he thinks you're so funny on podcasts and now that he's on it with you he's gonna well, find out the truth man 
And Joe, I'm glad <laughs> they you are highly it. edited. And I'm glad you it's said that. It's actually been Kevin's own editing that's been saving the podcast this whole time. Ellie or Joe, I'm glad you said don't meet your heroes because not only is this the first time Kevin and I are on a podcast together, this is the first time Kevin and I are meeting. So nice to meet yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> nice to meet that's you too, awesome. Steve. Thank you. Yeah, I'm a big you fan of your like work. Big fan of your yeah. work, man. You've been editing our stuff for like four years now, and it's like, yeah, nice to meet you. Finally, to put a face guys, to the editing, yeah. you know. You guys have been ships in the night. It's we crazy. have been ships in the night for sure. Just but, always just missing each other. But I'm excited uh. because I'm sure you guys did the fucking already like Kevin. What's your story? Where where'd you go to school and shit? Because you guys have done the podcast with Kevin, so we won't do that shit. But I do I think want so maybe. Have you? We kind of did, but we don't have to. Well, I just we like... I don't know if we asked the hard-hitting questions, like, what <laughs> yeah. school did you go to? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I know what you mean. Kevin, <laughs> the Kevin, bio. here's the thing. I I respect and admire Kevin, and I think you're an incredible artist, incredible creative editor, and... Uh, I am. It's it's an absolute pleasure to to be um, under your banner of creativity, but um, but and I think it's interesting to know where the fuck all like what wh- what's your inspirations and where the fuck did you what what's your story because I know there's a lot of people listening to this that probably feel exactly the same way that the three of us do about you, Kevin, and I we all share the same feelings about how creative and great you are, but I'm sure there's people listening to the show that are like, all right, how do I become a Kevin? Where did Kevin start? What's all Kevin shit? And, and so, also, how are you remaining inspired during all of this, Kevin? Thank you for being here, <laughs> exactly. buddy. Exactly. Um, it's weird to think, uh, like, where I started because I feel like I've just been doing it constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the inspiration... You know it's really weird? I'm finding myself, at least through quarantine, I can't get inspired by shows or movies anymore. Like, watching shows and stuff for me has been, like, it's gone. The only way I can feel, like, a sense of enjoyment with stuff right now is with music. Interesting. I've just been listening to a ton of music. Do you think it's because you're kind of tapped out on video content because we're so stuck in our homes that video shit and visual shit is just on constant loop on 24-hour? It's more that it's this idea that, the magic is gone whenever I watch something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's because, like, I don't... I'm just constantly nitpicking anything I see now. Oh, with that you're watching it all with a critical oh, eye. That yeah, damn critical eye. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, congrats to Critical Eye and making millions on so the much money. <laughs> so much money. Uh, Kevin, what... Uh, I mean, are you like me in terms of listening to music in so much as you only listen to Run the Jewels 100% oh of the gosh. time now? Or do Elliot- you listen to other things as well? <laughs> I listen to other things, but Elliot sent us Run the Jewels, and I've been obsessed ever since. I'm so and glad I'm- to hear that. <laughs> you, I would have never expected you to be somebody who would enjoy that type of music. I might and- buy their t-shirt, dude. Especially- I'm going to buy the t-shirt. Whoa, that's a big deal. <laughs> I don't think you even but, have a Weezer t-shirt. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but especially me, I just, uh, there's certain, there's something about it that is just really, really good. And the beat is super good. The lyrics are super good. LP does that. Yeah. yeah. I listen to the whole podcast. I'm real obsessed right now. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. What else are you listening to? You got to love uh, angry, angry, intelligent lyrics in a time where so you should be angry, yeah. intelligent. I'm yeah. completely yeah. in the dark and here. And they have like a sense and of fun. humor. Oh, it's, I yeah, need it's to wonderful. listen. They're perfect. 
I, I'll, I need to listen now because I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I'll send you a song, you, Steve. You never watched it when even the music video he sent was great. No, I, I yeah, mean, I could go back. The music video for, for the, it's called Ooh La La, their song, it's them all out in, in the streets of L.A. with helicopters passing by. It's this big, like, riot protest thing. Like, the police are done. It's Whoa. this new era. It was filmed, like, weeks before the yeah. whole pandemic Whoa. happened, months before all the George Floyd stuff. And the whole album sounds so relevant even though it was all recorded in 2019 yeah it sounds reactionary so there's some kind sure. of weird yeah it sounds reactionary but it it was all before everything that went down so it's like mm-hmm. it's it blows my mind how yeah. relevant it is elliot i don't mean to to point you out catch you off guard throw you under the bus whatever you want to say but i'm i and i know our audience isn't hearing it because you're recording your audio but i'm hearing like maybe beard scratches from your microphone on your headset maybe did you guys hear that too? Yeah, there's a little scratchy scratch when he's. Oh, really? Yeah, I think yeah. it. It's I actually think, when he talks. I think we're hearing your you in Discord through your headset mic. So oh, maybe this just thing has a mic on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, oh, that's what we're hearing. Good call, my yeah. friend. So just make oh, wow. sure that's not scra- scraping your gorgeous beard. Hang on, I know what I can do. I bet I can get. I think Thank it's good as know. long as you... I bet you'll find another pair of headphones. In the meantime, guys, on my speaking of music, quick tangent. Um, I just came back from my my trip to Salt Lake, and we drove. Mm-hmm. And when you drive, you listen to a bunch of music after a while. Mm-hmm. And I was just going through old stuff, and I discovered a Presidents of the United States album that I never listened to before. Ah. It's their 2004 LP EP. BB, <laughs> uh, and it's called Love Everybody, and I'd never heard it before, and it's great for the first few tracks, but there's a bunch of songs on there that I'd never heard and I fell in love with. One's called Love Everybody. Listen to that. Okay. Another one is called The Postman is Stealing Your Love Letters or something like that. Yeah. Also, really, really good, and then the rest, a lot of the rest of the album I wasn't as enamored with, but I, I found something new. Uh, from an, uh, a nostalgic band that I That's used to awesome. love. That's awesome. I, I started with their their first album with Lump and Peaches and all those yeah, Kitty yeah. and Dune Buggy, all those great uh, songs. And my kids Kitty were like, my foot what I is this? Touch it. Kitty in my yep. foot and I want to touch it. Yeah, that was a great. It's, that band, Presidency of the United States of America, was like a gateway to like novelty, like funny music. Super ridiculous. They were, they were a, a jewel in the rough. Of yeah. the grunge era. I kind of I liken them, them to so like, um, you know, to like a Ween or like a Fountains of Wayne kind of like. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, like okay. Ween might be a little I, deeper into the weirdness uh, realm, but I find um, them to be very comedic and, and fun. Yeah. And they don't give a. F- yeah. I, I haven't heard, heard them at all. Oh, no way. Dude, you've heard that song what? Lump because Weird Al did a parody called Gump and it oh, was a Forrest okay. Gump thing. What? But yeah. What year were they more popular? 90s. 95, 96, okay. something like that. Okay. I what? have to retroactively go back and remember what album Lump was on for Weird, or Gump was on for Weird Al. Yeah. Figure out. Shit. That's how I know Is it? music. Hang on, let me try to you're guess. Doing, like, you're doing math like they teach in Common Core now, but with Oh, music. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, like, I know uh, All About the Benjamins came out around 98, 99, because I know that Running, Running with Scissors, Weird Al's 99 album, had all about... The Pentium's on. Wait, oh, you're is, doing Weird uh, Al math. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, <laughs> yeah, Weird Al. Is, is Gump on Bad Hair Day? I think it is. Yeah. yeah. It would yeah. have been about 97. So yeah. this is, I don't know why I remember all that. 96, 97, I think is when Bad Hair Dude, Day Dude, I remember, I have a weird Weird Al memory of being in, um, 
grade school or middle school, whatever the fuck age you're at, whatever age or whatever fucking grade we were at when that album came out, Bad Hair Day, or which one was the one that had, is it Off the Deep End that had the Gangster's Paradise parody? No, it was Bad Hair Day. It was Bad Hair Day? Day. Okay, so Bad Hair Day came out, and I remember for some fucking reason, I don't know how they allowed this or why they allowed this or what the fuck the point of this was, but for some reason they let me bring in my cassette for bad hair day or whatever CD or whatever the fuck it was. And we got to listen to the whole album like in class. Awesome. <laughs> Whoa. That teacher was like, I got nothing planned this week. Uh, Steve, you're the loud one. What, what do you want to do? Yeah. I don't understand how it happened. Like, I don't know if I asked or I don't know if I like brought it up or something, but I just remember <laughs> sitting there, everyone like around the radio, like in the, the old timey, when you'd listen to like, like yeah, a little orphan Annie. Did you? No, no. It was just like yeah. a stereo that we just put the, <laughs> the album on. It was like a fireside chat back in World War II. You guys were all huddling <laughs> yeah, around exactly. the radio. <laughs> like little orphan Annie on the radio. But it was like, uh, I remember just being like, oh, no, no, this part's really funny. Listen. Oh, shit, David, shut, David, shut up. Here comes David. All right. Well, David's not going to. Everyone's quiet. Can we turn it up? I mean, <laughs> it's like a, uh. Yeah. The first Weird Al song that I knew of was from an album from Radio Disney that we played, <laughs> and it had just a big mashup of a bunch of songs, like Mambo Number no. 5, yeah. Polka. It was a polka. Yeah. That's yeah. one of yeah. his many polkas, Kevin. <laughs> and yeah, then, um, the polkas are so good. Oh, I love them. And then he did the Star Wars, which, what's the name oh, of the, the song? Oh, the Saga Begins. The saga yeah, yeah. Begins. yeah. And that yeah. was my introduction to Weird Al. A long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> yes. Long, yes. long time ago yeah, yeah, in yeah. a galaxy far away. Um, yep. So anyway, but I we could just, we, we could uh, kiss Kevin's feet this episode and ask a bunch of <laughs> shit. If you guys have never done that, otherwise, we could just jump into the format and just, just Kevin, you didn't, you didn't think you were going to be yeah, coming into an interview environment, but guess what you are? Enough of the oh, softballs. No. Now we're coming with the hard ones. Back in 1996, you said to Becky Johnson, and she quotes, Hey, Becky, yeah. that fat ass ain't going to move its... Would and I like have the comment? tweet right here. So <laughs> it's from James Woods. We've got Becky Johnson here today. Becky, come confront Kevin. Uh, I got Let's excited. bring her in. I thought it was a real thing. No, no. I, I just I just feel like there's probably a lot of people that um watch our shit and are amazed at the editing because you're so good. And uh, maybe you could talk a little bit about your editing beginnings or something, or like where where did you learn how to edit I, and all that? I started with uh, stop motion Legos, little Lego movies nice. on nice. an old, old cassette <gasps> camera. And then I just didn't, I never, ever since that, ever since I started doing that, I just haven't ever thought of life not, like I just kind of automatically made stuff with my friends. And so over time I would just, if I want to do a certain video, I'd try it out and then it would normally suck. And then I still feel that way, but over time I just really haven't stopped because I just that's all I feel like doing all the time. Did you you grew up in I think the realm of technology a little bit. When you're saying stop motion, you weren't doing that in camera necessarily. Were it you? was you, in camera. You nice. were doing it in camera. The you very doing... first ones, yeah, were in nice. camera. Good and man. actually because it had the camera I had had a button for stop motion where it just recorded a frame of mm-hmm. video. So you could just click it and it would, it almost took pictures, but it was, you were taking camera. pictures. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dude, that's interesting. It's wow. very, I, I remember being really obsessed with stop motion stuff as a kid too. 
and uh, and doing like claymation uh, stop motion things yeah. as a kid. I remember being very fascinated by stop motion, and uh, I had this. Uh, there was this thing when I was like, I don't know, maybe eleven, that you could like. It came with like a tiny little film camera, like really small, like a like a really cheap small. That like remember the the like the um, the rolls of film that kind of looked like you know like that, yes. and then you just stick yeah. it into the camera, so you could stick that around it, and that thing was bigger than the camera, and so wow. <laughs> and then it came with this like tiny little pole that you could like set up, and then it had clay. And then you could take like f- photos, basically, like 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 Polaroid or not Polaroids, but whatever the fuck that film stock is. And then you could animate clay, and then you you take the film roll to the fucking development place, and then you get it back, and then you have like a flip book sort of. And I remember Jeez. doing mm. that kind of shit way back in the day before there was like digital stuff. Every kid is momentarily fascinated with the concept of stop motion, and I think every single kid tries, and 99.8% <laughs> get three photos in, and they're like, nope, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and, an and so an many adult job. Right, and so many products for kids tried to capitalize on on the 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 um the interest of stop motion and try to get kids interested yeah. in animation and stuff and none of them were like good <laughs> <laughs> or easy because uh-uh. it's not easy to do it's not no, easy it's just no. tedious as hell yeah mm-hmm. it's tedious <laughs> well kevin sure. do you feel weird that you started making uh little films and stuff as a kid and you've continued to do that and that's basically what we do with the valley folk and all of us do it and all of yes. us made the, uh, we I'll just tell you. kept that we were like this is fun let's do it as as indoor <laughs> 30s if that's cool yeah it's the weird thing that uh a lot of people don't uh think about is the time in between all these big things happening and that's like kind of the most important part is like if i think back of there was times in my life where for years i wasn't really making videos that much i was thinking about it and i would think about stuff like that but there was time when it was just like I would I didn't think that this would ever come to be even though when I was a little kid I was still doing it. Yeah. Mhm. It's really yeah. fortunate that we grew up in a time where I mean now kids can do crazy stuff, yeah. but like even the fa- I mean 50 years ago it's like if you were a kid you couldn't just go and make like a home movie. No. Mhm. It's real fun. Entertainment in general is I I mean I haven't grown up I that's how I've grown up is being in this type of world with it, but even the I was around when YouTube was just starting, right? As I was kind of just starting, so that whole thing—the fact that that's a career path—it's so simple too. The amount of YouTube videos that are huge and are a career like builder are so simple to do. Mm-hmm. Joe, do and you know anything about crazy that? Crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, are you writing this down? Joe, do you have a Mother's Day? Do you have any Mother's Day thoughts? Or uh... you know, I was when Kevin was talking about it. It's it is just it harkens back to everything that everybody was saying back when we we first started around that time, and even started before that because it was happening on the internet prior to YouTube. It was just happening in different ways. And I go back even to high school when me and my friends were making dumb things, which um, I'm hoping that I can transfer some of those from uh, VHS tapes that I have. To digital yeah. to show you guys and maybe do that we, reaction show with you. Oh but yeah, we have to do that. I anybody hearing us make us accountable. Yeah. 
please make us accountable <laughs> and continue to, to remind us. Valley available <laughs> at patreon.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But whatever um, it is, please make us accountable for making that because there's so yeah. much shit from our past that you guys would probably really get a kick out of, uh, especially <laughs> whenever, from Joe. Yeah. Whenever we were doing interviews back then, Luke and I, or anybody else that was part of that, it was like, we always talked about how the technology in the current era blew the doors off of Hollywood. Like it made everything accessible and whether or not you wanted to go that route, but what it did was it just showed that everybody has this creativity inside them. And the way that technology just changed from like 1995 on, um, just, it gave everybody a level playing field. And we were doing it in high school with little mini DV cameras and early, early versions of like, uh, Final Cut. Shout out I to didn't Super have no clue 8. what it was, but what's that? Shout out to who? To Hi Eight and Super Eight and <laughs> yeah. Mini DV and VHSC um, and all that shit. And yeah, I just I, I love that it 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 took the superhero stigma away from everybody that was doing it in Hollywood. Uh oh, what happened? If you can't. If the audio is so good on the um, <laughs> on the final version that for people watching who don't know the weird sounds that happen, for all the three of us just go, <laughs> yeah, all three of us just made a face besides Joe for because no reason. Mike went yeah. crazy just oh, for the sake no. of for the sake of. Uh, but no, you're fine. Yeah, it won't. Just, it's okay yeah. now. For the sake <laughs> of the edit, if you wanted to, since I'm capturing this whole thing, you could cut to Ryan. You could cut to. <laughs> the version of it where we all saw Joe turn into a robot for a second. <laughs> but whatever, it's fine. We'll, we'll get over it. We've done it for a while now. We figured, we know Just that it, it, we know how it works. It's always fun though. I'm, I'm getting real tired of making crap over discord and zoom. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, you know dude, what? I hate my uh, level. And I've talked about this, but it hasn't, and it hasn't abated, but the level of hatred I have for like all the commercials being like, nah, we're from home now. I, I, oh, I, yeah. I can't. I don't know why. It makes me. I I, blah, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. Let's talk about something about this. I hate it so much. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Uh, I've never seen. I mean, I don't have broadcast television, so I haven't seen that. But I feel I like, know, I, but like Hulu, like me. commercials during Hulu yeah. or anything like yep. that. You haven't seen or YouTube ads. It's all but like it's, everyone no, at their no, computers Elliot, looks super fake. It's, it's shot in a studio. It's Elliot, all stock I, footage, I, were, I think. Hold on a second. I did a show for Comic-Con HQ called Mostly Harmless. It was my show where I made my millions. And so I, I pay for the Hulu without ads. So <laughs> I didn't even know that was an <sighs> option. Really? Yeah, it's more money. More monies. It's a little bit more money. It's not much more. Um, but it is speaking money. of no oh, ads, totally. you know what I got? I got what I've been loving, and I didn't think I'd love it, is YouTube Premium. Oh, really? really? It's expensive. Yeah. It is a little bit expensive, but the greatest thing, almost the only reason I use it, is because it has the background where you can close know, YouTube and it keeps playing whatever oh, you have I did not open. know that at all. Yeah. That's a huge thing. And there's no ads. Because in my car, I have to like play... And leave it open yeah. if I'm trying yeah. to listen to a long yeah. like talk or something. Okay, cool. Sponsor. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Joe, did you, did you have more to say about that or? No, I was just saying. Yeah, no, it leveled the playing field, and um, humans are infinitely creative. And I think it's really good that people can start at such a young age because you are you're not jaded. You're just you've got this energy. You've got this look on life that I think gets lost over the years as you get older and, and you have more life experiences. And if you're lucky, they don't weigh you down. But the fact that kids get to express 
their inner emotions and their creativity and throw it out to the world and learn from it. It's amazing. There's downfall, yeah, of course, but <laughs> and it's so cool that the opportunity is there for them. And I what I was oh, saying God. with the with the years thing is that I think as a kid in my head, I was like, well, if I do this, then I'm going to be I'm going to have a successful career if I just start making videos like these other people do. But then. All, you still have to put in. But then look the at you now. Lesson learned, huh, bitch? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you still have to go through and put in the amount of time to get to that point. Yeah. Even if you start, like I don't know, it's yeah. Well, it's, it's still impossible. It's still a. It, it's uh, still. A, 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 yeah. What's the word? It's like a. It's a sloth or something like that. It's like a, yeah. You have to trudge through a, to still. Yeah, even yeah. If you Start early. It's a grind, mm-hmm. but yes. but there's also like. You know, whenever it's been a while, but remember when we used to do like VidCon panels and shit, and people would be like, How do you do YouTube? Like, how do you do it? Like, what's the secret to YouTube or whatever? And it's like, you know, I it the the answer would change every time, and then it eventually got to like, I don't know, don't bank on YouTube, like, just because I think that the through line of of creativity with filmmaking and making movies and shorts and sketches and whatever the fuck else you do with like a camera essentially I think that it'll always be a thing that um, even if there wasn't a YouTube it's still a good creative outlet to like make things with your friends and shit and I think YouTube made the whole thing kind of like more hyper focused on becoming a YouTuber and making money off of putting things on YouTube and I think it's like if 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 YouTube wasn't in the picture, it would still be worth your time if you want to be in the entertainment industry or if you want to work in TV or whatever to still make shit with your friends and make things like you were making it for YouTube. But yeah. just forget about fucking YouTube. Just take YouTube. Forget the the success of building well, and making success, money. Yeah, yes. that's the word. Yes. I mean, yes. just yeah, do it. it's going back to doing it because you just love it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah the tragedy, <laughs> the the big tragedy uh, in our generation and in, in terms of entertainment, I think, is the fact that the goalpost got changed from quality to success yes and yeah. uh, when you're a kid making stop motion mm. stuff on a camera you're like i just if this were to be seen i would hope it is good yeah. and that the people enjoy it and then youtube has sort of changed the pair and tiktok and everything else has changed the mm-hmm. paradigm to be i hope i can use this to become successful or famous or yeah. whatever and that's a sad thing. yeah the um the point that we used to always make at those panels and even before that Luke and I and then even now but I think it, it was said ad nauseum so we don't say it as much and it maybe feels like it doesn't have as much gravity as people would be like why how do I do it why should I do it I'm kind of interested and it, the stock answer was always but just because it was stock doesn't mean it was wrong was do the thing that makes you happy mm-hmm. because if you're chasing the other thing the success or the validation from clicks and stuff like that it's going to be empty and you're going to find yourself burnt out and not happy totally when i say it leveled the playing field what it did was yes gave everybody an opportunity but more important than anything else in the era that we're in is that it gives you the opportunity to present your voice so when the world of the doors of hollywood were blown off you could go to Hollywood and you could try to make it and you'd still be chasing success necessarily, the success dragon, the validation dragon, but you'd be doing it on other people's terms yeah. and you'd be doing it in other people's art. What's nice about now is that you can still chase that dragon. Don't chase the dragon. It's not going to fulfill you. You could still chase the validation and the success, but what's great is that you can do it on your own freaking terms. It mm-hmm. can be your ideas. Mm-hmm. It can be your art and you don't have to wait for somebody else to say yes. Yeah. And 
Will that lead to success? Maybe not necessarily, but the opportunity is there and infinitely in the long run that will be way more rewarding mm-hmm. and validating. Okay. When and, you look back on it, you'll be fulfilled. And yeah. I feel like um, it's it's uh, it's definitely worth your time to be making things like all the fucking time. And like Kevin was saying, like just making things, even if you're like, oh shit, this sucked. Don't look at that as a failure and don't look at that as a stopping point. Look at it as like, okay, and this isn't new shit. None of this is profound, but most of it is very true. And the reason why you keep hearing it is because it is very fucking true. If you keep making things, if you keep writing things, if you keep drawing, you're eventually going to get better at it. And if you've got like a big grand idea and you're like, this big grand idea is my is my baby and this is the thing that one day will be a movie or a TV show or a YouTube show or whatever, work up to that. Work up to the thing that you really, really think is a good idea and is worth making. Make a bunch, make hundreds of things before you make that. Make a test version of something that you don't plan to show anybody or put online or whatever until you feel like you're fully ready and confident enough to make that. And I guarantee you if you put the work in and you really focus on that one thing that you really want, then I swear you'll be ready to make it someday. And you might not and feel like it's ooh, ready. Oh, you guys do such good. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Everything yeah. you're but, saying is so good. This is so and, nice. Yeah. And what you're saying too doesn't happen consciously. You no. don't wake up and you're like, oh, I feel like I'm all of a sudden great at doing this. It's like you. Well, maybe you, you don't. Yeah, the, the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot seeing one of those shadow people he saw in his dreams. <laughs> uh, the coolest thing that uh, I've experienced with it is being a little kid, having a vision of something in my head of how I want it to turn out, yeah. trying it, having it not look anything like I wanted it to look like. And then getting slowly, very angry. Yeah, yeah. And then slowly over time, it's like. That's almost exactly how I pictured that in my head turning out. And that is a very cool thing to actually experience. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) And you never know the thing that's in your head that you want to fully realize. And then you put the work into it and you make it. And you're like, wow, this is exactly what was in my head. For all you know, that thing that was exactly in your head and came out the way that was in your head a lot of people will like that and be like, holy shit, that's really unique and new and different and weird and creative. And it makes people go like, oh shit, I like that. And then that's how you start to build an interest in the shit you're making. And then you just keep doing that. And then I think that's, you know, whatever. You guys, you guys were talking about VidCon too. And I feel like I should send Ryan the pictures of me meeting you guys at VidCon like five years ago. You did. You did. And that's not, wasn't cool. Not only that. I didn't need that. Not only. That was, I I didn't even respond to you in any way. I didn't favor You hit some, you replied to me at some, I was like, I'm going to, I guess I'll talk to him about this in private one day. No, listen. And I'll acknowledge you know, that I've seen this photo. <laughs> There's probably videos of that panel of you in the same, you look in the same way and everything. <laughs> no, it's, it wasn't necessarily how I looked. I mean, that's part of it, of course. I look, you know, I always look like a baby. But the fact, I didn't know that I met you then. 
and oh, like that okay. alone is so I get weird. What you mean. Oh, it's yeah, weird to me like, too. I had no idea, Kevin, that I've met you back then. Yeah, that's so crazy. Multiple times, even Steve. Yeah, yeah. And speaking <laughs> like of there's Steve. four pictures of me with Steve at VidCon. Well, Kevin, I remember you coming to like the the open space shows too. Yeah, but and that being... was once I had done once we had made a connection with the. Yeah, podcast but even things. then, yeah. I I remember seeing. I remember being like, um, "Oh, you're Kevin. You're the guy that's yeah, making yeah. those." things i remember that and then i and then i it clicked in my head that i had seen you before but um dude not only should you throwing up steve yes i'm throwing up (laughs) in my mouth and eating it i haven't had breakfast yet but uh i'm eating my dinner from last night but uh (laughs) but uh kevin you should share the photos of us for this and and ryan please edit those in but also when you're talking about your editing in what's that here's some speaking of editing in Let's hear more about what Steve has to say. Here's the ads, Ryan. Oh. Isn't this a wonderful episode so far? I know uh, I really enjoyed it. So why don't we just take a breather all together and uh, and do some ads for fun, everybody. Um, listen, we all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But here's something you might not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries, i.e. Uh, Peep Show, which I think is not available on Netflix in America. So if you're in America and you want to watch it, you can do the ExpressVPN. I think it's also on Hulu, but you know, you get the general idea. Now that so many of us are stuck at home, it's only a matter of time until you run out of stuff to watch on Netflix. Ain't that true? So this whole week I've been using ExpressVPN to binge just a peep show. As I said, it's so simple to do. I just fire up the ExpressVPN app, change my location to the UK, reflect, refresh Netflix, and that's it. You're done. Good to go. Uh, it actually is that easy. I was shocked at how easy it was when uh, uh, I did this in um, London. It's incredibly simple. ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control what, uh, where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries so just think about all the Netflix libraries you can go through it's like traveling to other countries except not at all love anime well guess what you can use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix and be spirited away uh, gosh, ExpressVPN is not just for Netflix, it's also Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it, anything you want, you can get it with ExpressVPN. If you visit the ValleyCast special link right now at expressvpn.com slash ValleyCast, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. So if you'd like to support our podcast, you can just go to expressvpn.com slash ValleyCast. That's expressvpn.com slash ValleyCast. And also... If you're watching something on, like, Netflix, maybe you're going to have to stand up to go to the bathroom. Do you have a butthole? Well, guess what? This next ad is just for you. It's hard to believe that when we go to the bathroom in this country, most of us wipe instead of wash. I know, it's disgusting, right? Isn't that right? I I said to the copy, for years, bidets have been available, but hideously expensive, costing thousands of dollars. Hideously expensive. All right. The Hello Tushy Modern Bidet Attachment is here to democratize the blessings bestowed by bidets and offer clean buttholes to everyone. Hello Tushy cleans your butt with a precise stream of fresh water for just $79. It attaches to your existing toilet. It requires no electricity or additional plumbing and cuts toilet paper use by 80%. So the Hello Tushy Bidet day pays for itself in a few months because with hello tushy you won't wipe at all even the best two ply just can't cut it when it comes to a hands-free poop experience um i just installed the tushy on the front bathroom and um 
I mean, it's the, it's, it's, yeah, I, you've talked, we've talked about it. It's incredible. It's a wonderful experience. It's worth it. And you should do it. It just makes you feel better. Um, especially if you just, you know, it's a questionable situation down there sometimes. Ditch paper products and uncomfortable chafing when you switch to the soothing cleansing stream of water from a Hello Tushy bidet attachment. Join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to hellotushy.com slash valleycast to get 10% off. This is a very special offer for listeners of the Valleycast. Go to hellotushy.com slash valleycast for 10% off. That's hellotushy.com slash valleycast. Back to the show. Me and... Um and we're That's back, great. back to you, Steve. <laughs> uh, but I think it would be fun if you shared some of your stop motion Lego stuff too. Do you have any of that? I have them. I would have to look for them, but I have them. Like I, they even might if could just have little clips or something, just so people. Yeah, they may or may they may or may not be in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They may or may not be in the podcast. And if they're not in the podcast, I think equally the way that Joe and Elliot and I were thinking of doing a show where we we kind of just roast each other about all the old shit we made we should include some of your shit too man yeah that would be really funny I would hate it and love it yeah me too <laughs> we'd all hate it and love it but that's the fun part yeah. about it people love that shit um, um, yeah but anyway uh, we can keep coming back to, to stuff from Kevin too and I think it's so funny that we all have we we've seen you at VidCon and shit and uh, I think that's great. Remember but- do you remember that I found out I got the job at VidCon during the panel? Yeah. Oh because yeah. oh because we said it at the yeah, panel. Somebody uh, asked like about yeah, bringing much, on crew. That's pretty much about as professional I think as you can get from us. Yeah, but by well, that it wasn't true. In, like in, it, it was true. <laughs> yeah, but by that you guys point, guys were planning on. That. But by that point, <laughs> you were I mean. already doing stuff with dynamic banter, so we had already kind of brought you in, right? It was just, yeah, I was no, Steve. Steve was answering a question, I remember, and I think got really into his own answer, and then I saw his hand do the hand, the Steve hand, where it goes out like that, where he goes, and. <laughs> and then I was like, "What's happening?" I think he might be he might be in the room right now, and I was like, "Oh, here we go." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, love I was just order. excited yeah. to. It was like when you get that, uh, like when you have a hot girlfriend, and you're like, "I just want people to see my hot girlfriend." That I just wanted yeah. to show you all. You, can't, was, yeah. you can't you can't say that uh, about Kevin on the podcast. Um, <laughs> what Kevin's like, the oh, hot girlfriend so, of the Valley hot. folk? <laughs> you uh, just pointed something out, Elliot, that I never really realized, but that's such a tell for Steve. Steve's like I just had a spontaneous maybe I'm going to do something I shouldn't thought but I'm going to do it anyways because his hand strokes (laughs) I know because the blood has all gone to his head Yeah, and and then it just comes out (laughs) I do I am very I have animated hands they have a mind of their own Um, that's so funny uh, so I wanted to um do some would you rathers if you guys wanted to um, do some of that. Let's can we save them for the end? Sure, give them something to come up to. I sure. want to tell you guys about the rest of my Utah experience. Oh yeah, yes please. <laughs> yeah, which was okay. insane. Well, of these two things, I think I choose the would you rather. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did for those of you that listened to the last episode, Joe. Uh, went down, regaled us with his tail. Is that the word I'm looking for? But you, you, you spun yarns of the. Uh... Yes, I did. <laughs> I, I, I knitted a sweater of what the fuckery. Yeah, that but, uh, uh, I let the audience wear. So you, uh, so but, I texted the boys yeah, about what happened, yeah. 
uh, Kevin and Elliot. So you guys are up to speed on what happened in the Airbnb. Yes. Um, so if you have any questions, I could we could do a follow up real quick. But well, I think you guys got oh. the gist of it. And if you're listening, listen to the prior podcast. I think it's called Joe's Family's uh, Airbnb Nightmare or something like that. But the rest, two things. Okay. So first of all, Salt Lake City is this gem that people don't realize how much of a gem it is. It's at the bottom of the Wasatch Mountains. I come from Glacier National Park. Let me write this down. (laughs) And these mountains have so much personality that they rival the place that I come from. And I'm like, I could live here. So that's point one. But point two, crazy, crazy shit happens when I am in Salt Lake City that never happens apparently unless I'm there. And now I'm a robot again. Am I a robot again? Just for a second. No, okay. Just for a second. <laughs> you're okay. All right. So back in February when I went there, it was the day that um, I went there for some work. And the day that before I was leaving, I was at dinner with a friend. And we had our phones not on us Name for three names. hours. Humble brag. <laughs> yeah, I have friends in Tell Salt Lake City. Um, shout out to Alana Brophy, the weather girl from ABC News up there. Um but we were not on our phones for three hours <laughs> and uh, we pick it up. And that was the day that I pick it up and there's like, you know, when CNN goes breaking news and it seems like the world is ending because <laughs> oh, it's yeah. stark red. This was like four bars of star- stark red, like bombs oh were dropping. God. But it was the day that was like um, Utah Jazz all have COVID. Tom Hanks has COVID. NBA season suspended COVID. It was like oh, that the day. day I yeah, it was that the day. Yep, it was the day that America was like, "Oh, everything we we believe in it now." We're all gonna <laughs> I die. I saw it on CNN, so it hit harder. Yeah. <laughs> so we like, well, okay, we're like, oh, that's my God. when everyone so should have believed it was real, but not everyone <laughs> did. <laughs> no, and now and here's Tom are. Hanks got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom Hanks was totally when it hit home for me. Yeah, yeah. for it, every it, for it, most it, Americans, for Tom most Hanks, uh, smart hit people, different. <laughs> <laughs> If I could just say it. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a different side note. I heard some Pizza Gator talking about Tom Hanks, and I my Dude, jaw still hasn't come off the of the pe- floor. The uh, Pizzagate shit, sorry, to, I won't, we won't tangent, but the Pizzagate shit that was happening this week is crazy to me. It's so crazy. I've always, it's always been, like, out of my peripheral. Like, I just don't pay attention uh, well, to it. As soon like, as I heard somebody course. actually talking about it and believing it and, like, going deeper into the conspiracies, my mind just melted. Yeah, 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 talk, yeah, We'll talk offline. We'll talk offline, yeah. I could talk um, for anyways. hours about this shit. <laughs> so, boom, Utah Jazz get COVID. I get on a plane the next day. I'm scared out of my mind. And then, like, the day after the earth, uh, massive earthquake hit Salt Lake, which is not a normal thing. Buildings were damaged. Uh, Mormon temples, like the, the dude at the trumpet at the top, like they fell. Uh, like, Moroni. His name is Moroni. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Um, so crazy shit. Okay, so fast forward to this time. <laughs> Steve just Steve just reveals he's devoutly Mormon. <laughs> if I could read a scripture right now. <laughs> um, all right, so we get into we get into Utah. First, the Airbnb thing happens at eleven thirty after an at night after an eleven hour drive. That sucked. Next day. We see we open up the news and find out the area that we were staying in, which we had left, got ev- six hundred people got evacuated because the FBI found some dude in his house that was shooting out streetlights had massive stocks of explosives and they had to detonate them in that house, so they <laughs> evacuated this oh whole neighborhood God. and had to do two controlled explosions. Okay, that's not normal for Salt Lake. No. Next day, next day. 
a plane crashes in the backyard of a neighborhood killing four people. We saw the smoke rising as I was driving the family out to the mountains that day. We're like, what's that? Apparently that was a crane plash. It killed uh, f- crane it- plash. <laughs> yep. Um, That's Kevin's new show on Patreon. <laughs> crane did plash. You, wait, did you did, did the, you're talking about the people in the plane died, not anybody on the ground? No, some people on the ground died. Jesus. Too. Was oh it a commercial God. flight or a or a private or a little Just a small private plane. Yeah. Damn. Um but right like horrible right into somebody's backyard, back to back things. Jesus. And then on the weekend, I was like Okay, I'm going to get up early. I'm going to go get my family some food. Uh, I'll get my shopping done. Try to get there before the crowds because also masks, not necessarily a thing there. Um, And I go to the store at like 830 in the morning, something like that. And I walk up. I park in the Smith's parking lot. And I see there's caution tape and two police cars on the street. And this is... (laughs) Another tangent that I'll come back to. This is the day after Pioneer Days in Utah, which is a thing which I'll tell you about in a second. So I, which is a community statewide celebration. And I was like, okay, they must be having a run or something. Like they're closing off the street for like a 5K, something like that. So I walk up to go looking down the street and there's a guy standing there and another dude walks up with me at the same exact time. Me and the other dude are kind of like, oh, what's going on? And the first guy there, he's like very foreign. He goes, ah, um, uh, shoot, shoot shoot and we're like what what are you saying shoot 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 and then he points down the sidewalk and goes dead shoot dead oh no worst time to be a robot and about (laughs) 40 feet away is a dead body i see a dead body at 8 30 in the morning before the news crews get there and everything just a guy splayed out looking like he's sleeping on the sidewalk and i was on the phone with my friend and i think we were talking like video games i'm like yeah undertale is good john you should totally check it out oh my god that's a dead body uh, i was like what holy shit and i saw a dead freaking body on on the sidewalk and it turns out and like i said i got there before all the commotion got there so i i, I call heather i'm like i think i just saw i think i just saw a dead body do you need eggs <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like so you I don't expect in. that in utah you expect it in la <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Joe, when you left L.A., did you buy a lottery ticket with the numbers 4, 8, yeah. 12, 15, 23, and 42? Yeah. <laughs> I love that you're watching Lost, Elliot. I know. Are, you, are you cursed, Joe? <laughs> Apparently, I go bring Ray L.A. to Utah. But uh, I go in, <laughs> I, I get the shopping done, and I go home, and then I look up what happened. And apparently, this was a guy that was released from prison because of covid like, he shouldn't have been released, but they're releasing a lot of prisoners because of it. And the first thing he did was go to this Smith's and, like, get in a knife fight with somebody. No and then take way. that somebody hostage on the sidewalk. And it was, the police shot and killed this guy. Wow. So the thought that I had was, oh, my God, this is going to be... I'm seeing national news before it explodes and becomes, like, a big deal. Not a peep since then. Hmm. Like, it's, it's kind of come and gone. Nah, yeah, they're not... Do you think Maybe it's because way. they're tr- so? Wait, so they really released a prisoner? They released prisoners so they to keep them safe from COVID, 
and then from spreading within the prisons. Yeah. yeah. And so, oh, so a lot of people have gotten kind of like early releases because so of that's it. probably why, because they're like, they're going to make it, they're going to, it's going to make Utah look real dumb for letting their inmates out. And then immediately one goes and oh, I just thought a, a police disturbing. killing on the, on the heels of everything that's been going yeah. on. The last well, that too was yeah. going to be a bigger deal, but I think yeah. this one might be super justified. I don't know why it didn't blow up. And I, I apologize if all of my details aren't exact. Um, but the bigger thing that I thought was crazy for me personally is that I started telling some of the people that I was working with up there. I'm like, yeah, I can't believe I saw this. And they were very like, they all became emotional. Like, I'm so sorry you, you went through that. And then I realized like I wasn't in shock and I wasn't crazily affected. And I realized in my, my own mind's process, I was like, I was upset with myself that I wasn't more upset with seeing it. Hmm. Like, why am I not having a bigger response to it? And then I started thinking about it, and it's just been, you know, one, we see everything on the internet, and that's probably desensitized me a bit. But also, the last six months have been so crazy that I think seeing something crazy just doesn't even blip on the emotional radar for me. Yeah, and I would say, Joe, like you, I mean, beyond the past six months, and I know you talked about this on the podcast with Phil, so I don't feel too bad bringing it up, but like you, your ability to compartmentalize things and get things done and stay sort of in your like goal-oriented or like outcome-oriented trajectory is unlike anything I've ever seen in any human. Like you are very good. <laughs> it's like, it's part compliment, but it's also like, yeah, it probably does result in sometimes you seeing something traumatic and your brain is able to just take it Put it in Lock a file it out. for later Process and then it, yeah. go do yep. your job and get eggs. Yep. So, I, I mean, I yeah, think, though, I, I get that feeling. I'm just being like, why do I not care more about what I'm seeing? So, I think, the, <laughs> I think the last six months had a lot to do with it. I think the 14 years of crisis mode with our, our crazy health journey with Heather has something to do with it. And I also think, and this is just me throwing out theories, and you guys tell me what you think, and then tell me if you've ever seen a dead body. Let me know in the comments. Um <laughs> I didn't see any blood. Like, I didn't see... It literally looked like somebody was sleeping. I didn't see the gruesome reality because I was far enough away to really, I think, let it super register in the moment. And I also didn't see the act, right? Um, and it was, it was, the body wasn't covered with a blanket or anything like no, that? No, wow. not yet. So it I'm had just you, it happened. before people got there. Yeah. When did this happen, Joe? What Saturday. day? Saturday. Okay, like, so... Uh, because Ellie, my girlfriend Ellie, just recently saw a dead body for the first time too but it was a car accident a motorcycle accident yikes Oof. wow Oof. so but she like said that she was driving and then all the cars just all of a sudden started slamming on their brakes she slammed on her brakes and oh, then wow. like, pulled up past it and there was a car that was like dented and a guy was like leaning his this is a this is so depressing for <laughs> these times um <laughs> but he was leaning his head like down on the oh, hood no. of the car in grief pretty much and then there was just a body on the ground in front Yikes. of the car Ugh. so that she okay Jesus. i saw um she's okay but she wasn't okay she's okay yeah. now but it was definitely it was traumatizing for her which sucks. i have noticed in um if I go to therapy, um, the drive people in LA specifically have been exceptionally dangerous. Like oh, it's yes. uh, like it's it's because there's like loosened traffic and I am uh, more scared to drive than I've ever been and mm-hmm. more cautious. It's turned me into a better driver, but like every single time the, the pe- people here are insane when there's no traffic. There it's like they're it's a they're, you know. 
They're just like kids. Like there's it's, like no the rules. I saw a wreck the other day that was similar to what you're talking about, where like a girl was just like weeping and weeping and weeping, and it was like one car, another car, another car, Jeez. and then I saw all the like ones were just mangled, and I was like, this is just it's it's awful, and people are just being idiots Dude, out there. So ever since quarantine and all the anger started, um, all at the same time. Stop signs have become a suggestion mm-hmm. that very few people mm-hmm. seem to to take seriously. It's been insane. I'd love here. to be I able also- to, um, if you, if I may, if that's okay, everybody. Um, everybody kind of talked about their dead body experience, and for me, I think it's one of those things where it's like I've learned a method of. Um, you know, living in LA and and seeing a lot of we we see a lot of weird things here. There's the 405 freeway is the um, the the epicenter of of accidents. You know, the 101 freeway, a lot of a lot of major freeways five. in Los Angeles. The five, the ten, the fifteen, whatever, whatever you want. The two ten, um, the two, the three sixty, the one. Uh, you know, it's really one of those things where Four, eight, 15, when you when you live 1642, yeah, and if you 16. if you so one method that I've learned um, in order to kind of desensitize and kind of prepare yourself for seeing a dead body is is if you live with other people um, and obviously everybody sleeps, what I like to do is is I like to watch people sleep and pretend that they died. And if you give yourself a good amount of time to grieve, over that sleeping person what it what would it be like if that was that dead if that was my loved one dead how would i react let it all out let it all go and if you do that every night like i do um the next time you see a dead body you might feel hungry rather than scared steve can you uh can you play the music again and i will do what i thought you were gonna do for your bit (laughs) sure here it goes i would like that Okay, uh, if I could, if I if I may, if I could, um, since everybody else is talking about their dead body stories, um, I wanted to tell you guys about mine. And it's back when I was a kid, and uh, I had this group of friends, and we went on a little adventure, if you will. You see, my brother, John Cusack, said he saw a dead body in the track on the tracks in the forest. So me, my chubby little friend who's hot now, and like totally married <laughs> hot person, and Will Wheaton, and River, we banded together and we went on a little journey. We regaled each other with stories about throwing up blueberry pie, which is a really <laughs> Elliot weird just part of the movie. Just- <laughs> got it, he got it. You know you what that it. part of the movie is? You're talking about it, it right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That part of the movie with the pie thing is such a Stephen King thing. Uh-huh. That's all Steve, that is. Can, Steve, can you play the music one more time? And sure. I'm going to show you what I noticed when you started doing that bit. Sure. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> It's uh, not good for a podcast. <laughs> it's good for a video podcast. I don't know. It says, this is the day the Lord hath made. Rejoice and be glad in it. 
<laughs> Does it also no, say on that? No, I think that's a wonderful note to end on. <laughs> Does it say pasta la vista on it? Also, um, spaghetti the Lord into your heart. So, um, well, uh, I uh, you know I, I hope that helps for people with seeing dead bodies and shit. But um, I, it, would it be okay? Crazy if we, story, Joe. That's crazy, Joe. Really? It was it was nuts. Um, last little part about Utah that I want to highly suggest to everybody, and I found it's just hard to do around here. If you have been stuck inside and the social distancing is killing you and you're not seeing people and you just need a, a breath of fresh air, I highly recommend, not necessarily running to Utah, but find a lake, find some river, jump in a body of water yes, that is yes, not surrounded yes. by other people. I got so refreshed. I was reminded that there's beauty in the world and there's moments outside of the thing that we're stuck in. And it was a very healthy exhale for me. So if it's a two hour drive and that sucks, hopefully it's closer. I do it. Get out to a place where there's not a lot of people and just get out in the, the, the awesomeness that is the, the world. Past cup, the past couple, the past couple months, the past couple of months, I think I've been outside actually more than I was before quarantine started simply because wow. of just going out to walks and parks mm. and just going Dude, out. Dude, I've yet to more. do any I, – I need to get – I need to go and just be gone for like a week or something. Yeah. Like I haven't – like Alana and I need to just go drive to where the wind takes us and just fucking do it because I've just been just, in this Steve, don't, fucking yeah, house. Don't, What's that? Don't drive to where the wind takes you. Joe actually knows a really good Airbnb. Oh, could you please, Joe? I need a recommendation. Yeah, it's got, dude. It has condoms already in there. It's awesome. Uh, um, so funny. Before we before we say goodbye, I want to do one. Would you rather? If you guys yeah. want to just end it on a lighter note, and uh, Joe, thank you for sharing that story. I hope you're okay. Let's talk if you need to talk. Oh, and, thanks, man. Uh, we should talk after this anyway. It's so funny because I was saying that. Uh, I was like, people were like, are you okay? And I didn't really understand it. And then Kevin told me about Ellie, and I was like, is she okay? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I get it now. <clears throat> Classic Joe. All right. <laughs> Here comes a wonderful would you rather. I thought, I, I mean, this one really tickled me. This, I mean, in a way that was like, it really gets the gears going. Um, would you rather have time stop every time you fall asleep so you could sleep for however long you want without wasting a minute of your day or okay. or have the ability to sleep only two hours a day and never feel tired the first one because it's better right the second one I mean, it depends. It really depends on how you want your day to go. Do you want to well, have more different. time in your day, or do you want to be able to sleep for as long as you want? I would want the second one as long as I know that my body can, like, is going to be healthy on two hours yeah. of sleep a day. Yeah. Right. But hold on. I have a question. But the first one is the second one on steroids. No, because the first one, I think you still need your eight hours. You just can... Excuse me, but I'll the get eight it. hours Let me are. <laughs> but the time Hello? stops during it. Yeah, the eight hours are irrelevant. <laughs> the top comment says, "I think I choose. I think I choose the two hours. The first option initially seemed better, but sometimes I sleep intentionally to pass the time. One example is during travel via oh, cross-country bus Steve, rides. That's just depression. Or airplanes. As I res- <laughs> as a result, I'm going with the second option. So yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, because I never. That is I only sleep because I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather do the second option. Because hmm. the first option means that time itself stops. So when you wake up fully rested, you've 
you you like if you fall asleep at 10 p.m you're gonna wake up eight hours later it's still gonna be 10 p.m right yeah i think that is what that means I would rather know that if I'm falling asleep for two uh-huh. hours, that it will be two hours later when I wake up. I mean, it's pretty cool. Because I'm to still be... going to be rested either way. I think it's right? yeah. they're pretty They're pretty similar. They um, are similar. They are yeah. similar. I mean, but imagine like being able to, I guess it's more important. For me personally, it's more important that I've gotten like a, more sleep than I'll need so that I can have like a full fucking energetic day. And so for me, it's like, man, if I could wake up at like, because then you'd go to bed at like 1, 1 a.m. or something, and then you'd sleep for eight hours, and then you wake up and it's 1 a.m. And then you're, true. And then sorry, you're sorry, like, sorry, sorry. Well, f- sorry, guys. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Sorry. Hey, Sarah. Sarah? Hey, Sarah. It's me, Steve's friend. I didn't think this bit that far is for real. <laughs> It's just supposed to be the whole of the bit is that it's your ex-wife. <laughs> and then she just slowly pops it. up in Kevin's frame. <laughs> yeah. Covered in noodles like that baby. Um, yeah, I think they're both so similar at the end of the day. Like what's the difference between working, waking up at 1 a.m. again or waking up at 3 a.m.? You know, yeah. it's, it's a two hour difference. If you want the time to pass, that's great. If you don't, then it's like you get to live four lifetimes. Steve, yeah. are you disappointed yeah. that we kind of that we said how similar it is and made it? And made no, it no, no, no. I had a lot of fun with it. I loved it. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, it went from like sounding like a gift. Both of them went from swiftly sounding like just a gift to like potentially a nightmare. <laughs> well, yeah. and the second one sounds like one of those things that like wannabe CEOs talk about on like get motivated. They're like, I sleep two hours yeah. a day and I feel yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what leaders do. Yeah. I, guess I sleep it- two hours a day. I get so much done and that's because I met a genie when I was 13. I rubbed yeah. a lamp. I made a wish. You're not going to have the benefits that I had because this is the only genie that ever lived. And with my third wish, I wish that he was free. And now we're best friends and we travel the world together. <laughs> This is my genie, John. Man, Joe is on such a Stephen King kick right now. <laughs> <laughs> Blueberries. Um, all right. Well, guys, listen. What a time we had. Kevin, I hope you feel yes, this was fun. F- more comfortable. This was fun. This was genuinely fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. We should do this more often because mm-hmm. I still, I would love to do more things with Kevin on the podcast because you're a fun boy. And uh, we talked, we talked about if me and Steve ever just do a podcast as two, it'll just be me laughing the entire time. Which would Steve. <laughs> you would love that? Which dude. I would, you love, would have a yeah. blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for subscribing to youtube.com slash the valley folk youtube.com slash the valley cast and uh mm. we'd really appreciate mm. it if you enjoy this show on in your audio feed then uh we would really appreciate it if you went to itunes and left us a review and and maybe rated yeah. the podcast on a we haven't star. said that forever that's a great yeah. idea steve yeah it helps Good you know call. i mean if you make it in the on that list it's always kind of nice and uh you know and and especially since we we kind of blew it by pushing the podcast over to a channel with way less subscribers on it but you know but it would be nice if you guys uh if you enjoy the show to just give us a little comment on the itunes page or whatever but 
uh yeah any anybody else anybody good else plan uh yeah and also go to patreon.com slash the valley folk get stuff early get exclusives we have a 28 minute extra movie movie game that went up about a week yeah. ago featuring shane top uh we got some more movie movie game stuff coming up that i hope you all get excited about i got a great yeah. uh group of people for Joe one of the next episodes we're really very good. excited i added um, one elliot his name is john cozart no way. Oh, that's going to be wonderful. I can't yeah. wait. That's really nice. Dude, his tweets, he did one the other day that was, is it really surprising that the generation that asked us to spit out our gum into their bare hands? <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> so good. And also, uh, really quick, Kevin, you have a podcast with your lovely girlfriend, yes, Ellie. What is that I called? I do. Yeah, well, man, we stopped. Okay, Ellie. <laughs> oh, never mind. Cut it out, Ryan. <laughs> well, we didn't stop officially. Like, we want to keep doing it. It's just Ellie's not a, a – she doesn't use her words much, so it's hard for her to <laughs> feel comfortable doing it. Yeah. But, yeah, well, it's called – you get used uh, to it after you do it a bunch, though. Don't yeah, stop. It's called uh, Away But Close, and it's just a podcast where me and my oh. girlfriend, who are living across the country, talk to each other. Uh, that's really sweet. In a long distance. And that's yeah, the that's kind of great. sweet content that. that we love. Wait, hold on. I'm getting a call here. Hold on. Oh, no. Yeah. Megan Batu? I don't. How'd you get that's my That's so good. How'd you get my That's number? so <laughs> damn <laughs> good, man. Damn, that's that one is really good. <laughs> that's so good. See, I'm so glad you went that route. That, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, none hope, of this can be. I hope, <laughs> no, keep it in, but I hope no one still listens. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, anyway, uh, anybody else want to say I'm anything? Bye. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm gonna stop. Uh, <laughs> we got, yeah, we're done. Got. We're done. Bye bye. <laughs>